Section 24 of Whom We Shall Welcome. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Whom We Shall Welcome. Report of the President's Commission on Immigration and Naturalization. Part 5. Chapter 13b. Deportation as Punishment. In 1910, a statute was passed sanctioning expulsion at any time of an alien found identified with the business of prostitution. Eventually, the concept of deportation as punishment for misconduct spread rapidly. Today, it is predominant in the deportation statute. In 1917, deportation for criminal violations in the United States was authorized. The deportation of subversives was the subject of legislation in 1918 and 1920, as well as of the Alien Registration Act of 1940 and the Internal Security Act of 1950. The Act of 1952 codified and considerably enlarged the grounds for deportation as punishment for misconduct in the United States. Difference in Treatment of Aliens and Citizens if a citizen violates a law of the United States, he may be imprisoned for a specific period of time. If an alien violates the identical law, he likewise may be imprisoned, but in addition he may be banished from the United States. Judge Augustus Hand has observed that for an alien, however serious his crimes, deportation is to him exile, a dreadful punishment, abandoned by the common consent of all civilized people such indeed it would be to any one subject to conditions discussed elsewhere there does not seem to be any sound basis especially after the lapse of many years for adding deportation as punishment for an alien to the penalties provided by the criminal laws wrongdoers produced by our society alien children of tender years come to the united states with their parents often as babes in arms. In some instances, they grow to maturity here and then turn out badly. Because of the punitive provisions in our immigration statutes, the wrongdoing of such individuals makes them subject to deportation, in addition to any other penalties the criminal laws may impose. The following are illustrative cases, among many that could be cited. Case 1. The alien, a native of Canada, was brought to the United States as an infant in 1913. In 1931, he was convicted of breaking and entering and stealing an automobile. He was placed on probation for two years. About a month later, he committed a robbery and was sentenced to a reformatory for seven years. He was found deportable on the ground that he had been sentenced more than once for crimes involving moral turpitude. He was ordered deported in 1941. He left behind him a United States citizen wife and two citizen children, all of whom were dependent upon him. Case 2. The alien, a native of Ayr, was brought to the United States by his parents in 1909, at the age of five years. His entry was lawful, and he has since lived in the United States continuously. Until 1935, he had believed that he had acquired citizenship through the naturalization of his father. In that year, he learned he was an alien. He is single. He has no relatives or friends in air. 
his mother two brothers and a sister reside in the united states in nineteen twenty two when about eighteen years of age he was convicted and sentenced on a charge of larceny of property of the value of one hundred and fifty two dollars in nineteen twenty seven he was convicted of larceny of property of the value of two hundred dollars and of larceny of property of the value of eighty three dollars he served a sentence of four years for these convictions in nineteen thirty five he was sentenced to serve two years for stealing mail matter since then he has had a good record in nineteen forty two deportation proceedings were brought on the ground that he had been sentenced to imprisonment more than once for a term of one year or more for the commission subsequent to entry of a crime involving moral turpitude his deportation to air was ordered case three the alien came to the united states in nineteen thirteen when he was three months old and has lived there since that time in nineteen thirty when seventeen years of age he was convicted of attempted larceny and in 1932 was convicted of robbery. His three brothers and two sisters were born in the United States. An order for deportation was entered and was challenged in court in 1935. The court observed, His deportation will be tantamount to exile from a country in which he has always lived to a country in which he will be a stranger. These are circumstances, however, which cannot be considered by this court each of these aliens is the product of our society their formative years were spent in the united states which is the only home they have ever known the countries of their origin which they left in two cases during infancy in another at the age of five years certainly are not responsible for their criminal ways their criminal careers are american not foreign products if such a person offends against our laws, he should be punished in the same manner as other citizens and residents of the United States, and should not be subject to banishment from this country. We cannot expect other countries to take, and continue to take, undesirable people who have no real tie with them. The Commission recommends that no alien shall be subject to deportation if he was lawfully admitted to the United States for permanent residence before reaching the age of 16 years, or if he was lawfully admitted for permanent residence and has resided in the United States for 20 years. Excessive Penalties some offenses for which deportation may be ordered under the law do not warrant such an excessive punishment deportation may result from trivial offenses for misbehavior many years after entry into the united states without any limitation of time and for wrongful conduct of the remote past without any consideration as to whether there has been reformation or expiation retroactive penalties the act of 1952 retroactively makes aliens deportable for specified causes involving conduct that violated no law and warranted no punishment when it was committed for example the act of 1952 subjects to deportation an alien who entered the united states without proper inspection in 1918 in whose case the statute of limitations twenty years ago forbade deportation and who also could have been naturalized before december twenty fourth nineteen fifty two after his original entry had been legalized by an administrative registry process 
an alien may engage in an activity which is perfectly lawful today and yet may be deported twenty years hence because a statute passed in nineteen seventy may declare the act he performs today to be criminal witnesses in the commission's hearings objected to this retroactive provision as a form of ex post facto law forbidden by the constitution of the united states the supreme court has decided that deportation is not criminal punishment and that the constitutional prohibition against ex post facto laws does not invalidate retroactive deportation requirements nevertheless such retroactivity has no place in the laws of the united states the commission recommends that the blanket retroactive provision in section two forty one d of the nineteen fifty two act be repealed specific categories subversives deportation for reasons of security is discussed in chapter fifteen violators of criminal statutes the provisions dealing with violators of the criminal laws are among the principal punitive features of the deportation statutes before nineteen seventeen there was no statute authorizing deportation for conviction of crime in the united states as a result of recommendations made by the immigration commission in nineteen eleven the act of nineteen seventeen authorized expulsion following convictions under certain conditions for crimes involving moral turpitude the act of nineteen fifty two increased the application of these penalties criminal offenders before entry the commission believes that the laws providing for the deportation of aliens who enter the united states in violation of the provisions excluding criminals should relate to original entries and not to re-entries after brief absences and further that deportation for such offenses should be subject to limitations of ten years as discussed elsewhere conviction of one crime after entry the immigration act of nineteen seventeen provided for the deportation of aliens convicted of a crime involving moral turpitude committed within five years after entry where such conviction was followed by a sentence to imprisonment for one year or more however if the court suspended sentence on the belief that the crime was committed under circumstances which did not warrant imprisonment the alien was not subject to deportation under the act of nineteen fifty two however such an alien would be deportable a recommendation to continue the provisions of the nineteen seventeen act was made in the report of the senate judiciary committee this recommendation was not adopted the commission recommends restoration of the provision of the act of nineteen seventeen unlike the previous law the act of nineteen fifty two makes confinement in a corrective institution a ground for deportation so where a person sentenced is a minor who is confined principally for educational and corrective purposes he becomes subject to deportation a person under twenty-one who commits a criminal offense and who is placed upon probation parole or in a correctional institution primarily for corrective and educational purposes should not be subject to deportation solely for that reason 
the commission recommends that an alien convicted for one crime involving moral turpitude should be subject to deportation only if the offense was committed within five years after the alien's original entry into the united states for permanent residence and resulted in a sentence to a penal institution for one year or more although the designation of crimes involving moral turpitude is not completely satisfactory the commission believes as previously stated in chapter twelve that this descriptive term has not caused too much difficulty and that it should be retained where there has been a conviction for a crime involving moral turpitude deportation does not result if there has been a pardon or if the court recommends against deportation however the act of nineteen fifty two lists an additional number of crimes for which deportation may be ordered without regard to whether they involve moral turpitude in connection with such crimes no provision is made for clemency in worthy cases as is done with crimes involving moral turpitude as a result of pardons or court recommendations against deportation in one instance involving activities by aliens in aiding other aliens to enter unlawfully no court conviction is necessary and the administrative officers are required to determine whether a crime has been committed the commission recommends that wherever the statute requires deportation for criminal offenses deportation shall not be ordered where there has been a pardon or a recommendation by the court against deportation the commission recommends further that even where an alien is subject to deportation because of a conviction and sentence for one offense deportation should be ordered only if the head of the agency administering the immigration law also finds the alien to be an undesirable resident of the united states conviction for more than one crime the act of nineteen seventeen required deportation at any time after entry of an alien convicted and sentenced more than once for crimes involving moral turpitude this provision was intended to reach confirmed criminals it applied to aliens who resided in the united states for five or more years under that act as construed by the supreme court such an alien was deportable if at any time after entry he committed a crime involving moral turpitude for which he was sentenced to imprisonment and confined and then after serving the first sentence committed another crime involving moral turpitude for which he was convicted sentenced and confined the act of nineteen fifty two changes the prior law and eliminates one the necessity for imprisonment and two the necessity that the second conviction take place after the alien had been subjected to punishment thus an alien who has been found guilty under an indictment containing several counts arising out of one transaction is now subject to deportation even though the offence may have occurred many years after his entry into the united states and the court did not regard it as sufficiently serious to require a prison sentence the commission recommends that the provisions authorizing deportation for two or more crimes involving moral turpitude be retained substantially as in effect prior to the act of nineteen fifty two provided that deportation in such cases shall be directed only if the head of the agency administering the immigration law finds that the alien is an undesirable resident of the united states and 
provided that no alien should be subject to deportation who entered the united states for permanent residence before reaching the age of sixteen years or who was lawfully admitted for permanent residence and has resided in the united states for twenty years violation of registration requirements a new provision originating in the act of nineteen fifty two makes an alien subject to deportation for failure to report his present address as required by law but permits relief from deportation upon a showing that the omission was reasonably excusable or was not willful conviction of the offence is not required the act also requires deportation upon conviction for other infractions of the registration statute regardless of whether the court imposed sentence no provision is made for alleviation in the case of a pardon or a court recommendation against deportation convictions for infractions of the registration provisions carry substantial penalties sentences which may be imposed as a result of conviction should be an adequate deterrent without the additional penalty of deportation such additional punishment is entirely out of proportion to the nature of the offence these provisions can have little effect upon aliens unlawfully in the united states as such aliens are subject to deportation on other grounds their only effect is to impair the status of lawfully resident aliens the commission recommends that the provisions authorizing deportation for violations of the alien registration laws be eliminated as unnecessary and excessively severe narcotic drug addicts the act of nineteen fifty two requires for the first time deportation of any alien who is or at any previous time has been a narcotic drug addict previous legislation providing for the deportation of those convicted of violating the narcotic law had exempted from expulsion narcotic addicts who were not dealers in or peddlers of narcotic drugs the statute makes no distinction between aliens who may be incurable who may be curable or who may have been fully cured the nineteen fifty two act makes no allowances for length of residence in the united states before addiction occurred nor does it make any difference whether the addicts or former addicts have violated any law or have become a problem to the community there was the case of a much decorated hero of world war ii who became a drug addict as a result of drugs prescribed to alleviate pain resulting from his wounds if such a person were an alien he would be subject to deportation it is unjust to apply the same yardstick to persons engaged in drug traffic and to their unfortunate victims the commission recommends that applicable provisions for deportation be related solely to those engaged in the unlawful traffic in narcotic drugs as provided by law prior to the nineteen fifty two act aliens who become a charge on the community under the law in effect prior to the act of nineteen fifty two an alien who became a public charge within five years after entry was subject to deportation unless he could establish that the cause arose after arrival in the united states where such a cause occurred within the five-year period the law placed the burden on the alien to establish that his becoming a public charge was not the result of a condition which existed prior to entry the 1952 law continues public charge as a ground of deportability, 
but makes the determination dependent on the opinion of the immigration officer the act permits a finding of deportability for public charge to be based not on facts but on opinion whereas other grounds of deportability must be supported by substantial and probative evidence the legislative history of the nineteen fifty two act does not indicate that there was any administrative difficulty in enforcement of the prior law nor does it disclose the reason for making the public charge finding dependent on the mere opinion of the administrative officials the commission recommends that a finding of deportability on the ground that the alien became a public charge within five years after entry for causes not affirmatively shown to have arisen subsequent to arrival in the united states be based upon fact and not upon opinion End of section 24.